Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode: irrefutable facts about snake venom and the spike protein. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? Absolutely. For now. Welcome again to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and without any further delay, let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. Hey, good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm I'm fantastic. That's great. Uh, I'm on my best behavior for now. Okay. Um, That's that's good. You know, I I really try to do my best most of the time, but not... We all slip up here and there. Yes, not always successful. Uh, But the idea is, and we say it all the time, if, if we can do everything we can to have our motives to be pure. Yes. Um, the intent, all of that, uh, you know, we'll, the next few steps afterwards should be positive ones. So Absolutely. anyway, yeah. wow, what a, what a topic we have today. And I, I love the title of, of the episode. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. Snake venom and spike protein, and and uh, you know if you if you cross those up, there was a, a <laughs> an episode I think of Happy Days years ago, and a, oh boy. Fonzie had a buddy named Spike. Oh, so yeah, yeah okay. so you know yeah, uh, we right. you know we were talking about it before. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about whoa, boy, that would be a that'd be a tough character, wouldn't it be Spike Venom? Uh, if you had that guy after you, oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Mike Venom. That's an yeah, interesting yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> if you're not on your best behavior, we'll sick Spike Venom on you. You know, so that does sound uh, scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, but this is excellent here. We are back at it, uh, and welcome all of you, rock tumblers and truth seekers. Today's episode is uh, highlighted uh, by Mike Adams, the Health Ranger report on uh, Brighteon. Uh, some really good stuff from from Mike. He does. He's another one of those guys that does uh, some really good work. Has great guests. Uh, and yeah. if you have not heard yet, uh, this idea of how snake venom has been found within. The spike protein. Uh, we are going to dig into it here with thirteen irrefutable facts from uh, Mike Adams. So, ah. uh, and this is based. Uh, he he did have uh, a. This was after a brief interview with Doctor Brian Artis, and he gives him credit too. So, okay. Uh, anyway, I think this really sheds light on the spiritual side. And I'm not sure how far we'll get as uh, you guys that are listening know how we roll. We're going to go ahead and get right into uh, this particular audio with Mike Adams and uh, and we'll we'll interject as need be. So yeah. uh, we don't want to take away from it, but sometimes it's important to expound and maybe help explain. Uh, some of this stuff gets so technical and so heavy 
I think you do need to pause and give yourselves time to digest, if you right. will. So yeah. Um, and the first thing you're going to hear when I hit this is Uh-oh. Mike Adams and Venom. Okay. Big Pharma and uh, the biological weapons. And okay, buckle up and let's get into it. Ready, Ben? Ready. All right, here we go. Pharma and biological weapons. We have taken this story that was first really, you know, unleashed by uh, artists and Stu Peters. We've taken this story in a totally different direction, focused on the venom that's in pharmaceuticals and agricultural products and cosmetics. And in the research that I've been conducting over the last few days, which I've been sharing with Alex Jones and with uh, Greg Reese over at InfoWars and sharing with Brian Artist and so on, I've come across some astonishing things. And I, I felt that I really need to summarize it here for you today in these 13 points. Just happen to be 13. 13 is like the evil number, so it's perfect for talking <laughs> about venom. It just came to 13 for Perfectly some reason. Perfectly evil. A little synchronicity mm. there. But uh, we're going to go over this, and this is going to drive home a lot of fascinating points that probably you might not have uh, considered until now. Uh, but, but one other note before we get to that, which is some commentary on the way that different people are reacting to this, and this is very telling, to watch how people agree or disagree, or how some people viciously attack and try to smear Dr. Artis and Stu Peters. It's fascinating. So it's obviously because we believe in free speech and the free sharing of ideas, we obviously, we're all skeptical thinkers. You and I, (laughs) and most of us in alt media, we're skeptical thinkers. So we don't automatically believe anything. Mm -hmm. We're like, show us the proof, right? Yeah. Which is the right right answer. Show me your work. Yeah. And so th- there are, I think, very rational headlines and, and stories from groups like uh, Children's Health Defense. They have a headline, quote, watch the water. That, that was the name of the Stu Peters uh, interview documentary. Watch the water is right on remdesivir, but snake venom theory is a stretch. And so in that article, they talk about how uh, they don't really believe the snake venom in the water theory, but they... They are doing so in a rational disagreement kind of way, which basically says, you know, show us more proof. Yeah. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's perfectly rational, reasonable for all of us to disagree with each other on certain points like that and to say, ah, you know, I'm not convinced. Show me more evidence, or I think your theory is wrong, or I think your conclusion is wrong. That's okay. But then there are other people who are just like viciously, viciously attacking Dr. Artis and even claiming that, oh, he must be working for the deep state to distract people from something by trying to convince people of something in the water. Uh, and Dr. Artis, by the way, he never really even focused on the water. Uh, that was Stu Peters assigning that title. That wasn't a Dr. <laughs> Artis thing. And uh, Dr. Artis, what he has said over these past couple of days is that, hey, stop focusing on the water. Why is everybody hung up on the water? This is about <laughs> snake, snake venom. venom peptides. The theory is that yes. they maybe they're used in the, the payload in gain-of-function research for the virus, or maybe they're used in treatments that are given to people in the hospital, or maybe they're actually in the mRNA instructions of these so-called vaccines. Maybe your body is making snake venom peptides. That's the theory. It's not even about the water. And yet, Mm. you know, we some of the reactions are pretty crazy out there. So there's actually something going on that I might call 
like Operation Venom Smokeout, where this is kind of smoking nice out one. some not so good people <laughs> in ah, the so alternative media who uh, mm. probably can't get along with, they don't play well with others, you know, not nice people, not mm. willing to well. treat others with respect or even just give them uh. the benefit of the doubt. Like say, hey, yeah, Dr. Brian Artis is trying to do the right thing and he's coming from the right place, but potentially I disagree with his conclusion. They're not even willing to do that. They're just like, he's the worst person. He's a, he's a liar. He's distracting you. He's working for the deep state. You know, I'm sorry, folks, that is not acceptable. And I am personally observing all of this and just making little mental notes about like, who is not really good for this movement. And it's kind of obvious because they're outing themselves. It's pretty wild. So I would say to everybody out there, even if you don't believe Dr. Artis's conclusions, do your own research. See Thank what you. you find yeah. about Venoms. Because as I started doing the research and taking this in a totally different direction, mm. I was blown away by what I found about Venoms used in pharmaceuticals. There you go. Mm. And that's what I'm going to share with you today, the 13 irrefutable facts about snake venom. And yet, one other thing I found out is there are now some operators or individuals, publishers, and so on uh, in alternative media that refuse to cover any story about venom now because it's almost like they're covering up the venom story the way the mainstream media covered up Hunter Biden's laptop. It's fascinating. Remember when the whole corporate media was like, what laptop? There's nothing. On, there's no laptop. There's nothing to see right. here. Move along. Mm -hmm. And that's the way some alt media are treating the venom story, even about venom in pharmaceuticals, they, they just, they won't touch it for whatever reason. It's like they've hit this mental brick wall. And now I'm not saying, I mean, there, there are some sites and some blogs out there that are mostly financial, you know, like Zero Hedge. They, they focus more on finance and the markets and so on. So they might not cover this anyway. Uh, and some just focus on politics and so on. But I mean, there are sites and people who, who talk about health and vaccines and COVID, and they won't talk about this. Even though in my articles at Natural News, I'm giving all the direct sources. I link you to venomtech.co.uk. I link you to toxintech.com. I link you to PubMed. I link you to the World Economic Forum. I link you to Scientific American. I link you to CNN. On and on and on. Link to all of the documents that, that just reveal all this they're not even trying to hide it so it sounds like mike adams is describing a rock tumbler mm. he's mentioning all these different resources and and he's linking you know all who care to see it right uh, yeah. to all of these different formats and uh, these different sources of news uh and and facts and publications so uh, i think that's the way to go I like what he said. Well, if you disagree, just do your research yeah. and see what you come up with. Right. You know? Right. And and that's the thing. And we have the ability to look back and, you know, we've heard Dr. Brian Artis on some other issues yeah. and, and some of his other interviews with some natural substances and so forth and, and, you know, pertaining to the vaccine and such. Right. And a little bit of his history. And for those that don't know, and I'm not sure if it's mentioned here uh, on this particular uh, episode of the Health Ranger, 
that he, what got him really into all of this from the very beginning was that he lost his father-in-law in the hospital that was mistreated with COVID. Right. So uh, that's really what started him. And his story itself and how he has come forward since then is just remarkable. Uh, and a all-around good guy, and all he wants to do is tell people what is really going on yeah. and trying to help people, whether it be with your own immune system, your own health, and some of the things that are going on in hospitals and so forth. Mm-hmm. But now he, we've stepped into another territory here with this venom. And uh, by the way, Mike Adams is also a biochemist and does a lot of uh, research and lab work in metals and, and how... Uh, uh, re removing metals from certain foods and 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 that sort of thing. So okay. he's got a little bit of a brain that that works that way as yeah. well. So also not just a rock tumbler, but a thinker yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, just wanted to, to hit that note, uh, and we'll get get right back to it here. And yet, some people are just—I don't know—they they're just not willing to to believe that there's venom. In pharmaceuticals, for some reason, it's, <laughs> I don't know why, but I have a theory. Here's a theory that that is even more wild than uh, Brian Artis's theory. You want to hear my theory? Yes, yes. And yeah. with the disclaimer, mm-hmm. this is just a theory. Okay. Actually, it's more of a, this theory is more of uh, like a what if. I don't even, I can't even say if this is true, okay. but what if, what if, People were being poisoned with that magical cone snail venom, huh? Remember the Latin name of that? Conus magus or magus? I'm not sure how you would pronounce it. Forgotten my Latin pronunciation. (laughs) Conus magus. That's the magical cone snail, and it's got a venom in it that becomes that drug called prealt. I talked about this a little bit yesterday, right? And I wrote about it in my article. Well, that drug, if you... In fact, I'm going to read you some of this today. If you go through the uh, side effects insert sheet, let me read this for you. It's going to blow your mind. Okay, here it is. Prealt, uh, also known as Ziconotide. Ziconotide. Warning. Neuropsychiatric adverse reactions. <laughs> Big warning. Whoa. Severe psychiatric symptoms and neurological impairment may occur during treatment with Prealt. Do not treat patients with a pre-existing history of psychosis with prealt, which I think would include sort of most leftists these days. Um, warnings and precautions, cognitive and neuropsychiatric adverse reactions, cognitive impairment and severe neuropsychiatric symptoms may occur. And then they talk about fever, headache, stiff neck, altered mental status, confusion, disorientation, nausea, vomiting. And occasional seizures. That's <laughs> like, did you have a seizure today? Oh, only occasionally. Uh, patients may <laughs> become unresponsive or stuporous while receiving pre-op. Now, there's a word you don't hear every day. How was your day? Well, it was kind of stuporous. Stuporous. Did you just call me stupid? No, I yeah, said it was, no. my day was stuporous. You, yeah. what, what does that mean? Are you slurring your words? It means you're in Oh, basically you turn into Joe Biden for a day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then it goes on. Um, or Otis Campbell from uh, Andy Griffith, either one. <laughs> Elevation of serum oh, creatine kinase. You got to monitor 
the creatine kinase in patients uh, says you can't, you can't prescribe this to people who are withdrawing from opiates because that's a bad combination. Mm. And then it also says it can cause confusion, memory problems, speech difficulties, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. And if, if any of these happen, you should call a doctor. If you're confused or disoriented, Joe Biden, or less <laughs> alert, Joe Biden, or see or hear things that are not real, CNN, or have changes in mood or consciousness, Nancy Pelosi. Um, my theory, my, well, again, not a, not a theory. It's, it's a what if. My what if is what if this has, like, half the country has been exposed to Conus Magis? Huh? What about that? Wouldn't that be the ultimate toxin to uh, saturate the, the country with people who are having hallucinations and confusion and can't remember anything and can't speak? And again, that's like TikTok, right? That's, that's Twitter after you've removed all conservatives. Right? You know? I mean, if there's a venom that's everywhere, might not be Cobra, <clears throat> might not be King Cobra. It's probably the magical cone snail venom. That's my bizarre theory for the day. How about that? Okay, I'm I'm glad Mike is is uh, wow is is taking ownership of his own theory uh, as we kind of uh, weave over to snail venom. I think the thing to take away from this is that there are other venoms out there that can cause some serious side effects, mm-hmm. and I hope mm-hmm. that Mike Adams, by doing this publicly, isn't giving anyone any ideas about. Uh, using this snake venom here, but um, trust me, and you guys know that we're we're nothing about political here, other than you know you can you can tell jokes or make comments on either side of the aisle because I right. tell you what, as many as he named, I can name I can name uh, you know some uh, some folks with an R in front of their names, you mm-hmm. know uh, that are probably just. Uh, just as bad. So uh, uh, the, we don't endorse that part of it other than it's just sort of funny, yeah. okay? But this part with this venom that we're getting ready to get into, and, you know, let, let me just take one quick second here. Mike Adams is a little bit like Ben and I sometimes. I mean, after a while, this stuff gets so heavy, you you have to make light of some things, but it it doesn't mean that you're taking the whole situation lightly. Right. So uh, just for your own sanity, sometimes you have to find something to, you know, create a little levity about, you know. So anyway, that was our public service announcement, I guess, for that that segment. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. Back to the Health Ranger. I will one up Brian Artis on that theory. You know, a little bit of satire here, obviously, with, with that, but maybe not. Oh, and by the way, uh, that is called the Magical Cone Snail. And we did publish a really awesome chart that uh, you, you may have seen yesterday. Uh, what is it? The Magical Cone Marine Snail. There it is, Conus Magis. Uh, the Magical Cone Snail, if you're wondering why it's called magical, it's because of the hallucinations. So if you're exposed to this cone snail venom, and I don't know if this is one of the venoms or, or toxins that might be uh, absorbable through the skin, because some of them are. Not venoms, but toxins and poisons. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But this might be one of those creatures where if you get the snail slime on you, 
you start hearing from aliens and alternate dimensions and things like that. Mm. It's a magical snail. Or wow. you just got hit with some crazy neurotoxins that are causing you to uh, hallucinate, which again, I'm pretty sure that's how it got its name. So uh, let's let's jump right into the 13 irrefutable facts Thank you. about snake venom, big pharma, and biological weapons. And this is going to be turned into an article, too, on Natural News later today by the time you hear this. So here we go. Fact number one, big pharma routinely uses venom for drug discovery. Fact, irrefutable. Around 150,000 animal species are known to produce these toxins, some of which are venoms or poisons. And scientists estimate that 20 million toxins exist only a small fraction have ever been studied. 20 million toxins exist in animals on planet Earth. Mm. And that doesn't even count whatever they put into a chicken McNugget dipping sauce. Not sure what that is. <laughs> it could be gill monster drool. <clears throat> Maybe not. Not sure. Okay. Number two, the second irrefutable fact. Massive venom libraries already exist. 20,000 plus venom peptides. And these libraries are marketed to the pharma industry for drug discovery. Mm. Okay, got that? And we've told you about two of these companies. One is called Venom Tech, and the other is called Toxin Tech. Mm. And again, these companies are in the business of basically collecting massive libraries of venoms, and then they also sequence all the proteins in the venoms. So they're actually licensing to drug companies the really the code that drug companies need to synthesize these venoms okay so it's not like drug companies are running around the world like grabbing pit vipers and milking their fangs mm -hmm. which for some reason i don't know why people jump to that conclusion like that's impossible how can you catch so many snakes that's not the way it works <laughs> they they the venom goes into a digital library and then synthesis takes place to make those same proteins the, you know proteins or peptides from snake venom they're synthesized. It's just that the snake venom is the original idea. It's the template. That's interesting. Yeah. That you take something, and basically what he's saying is you you copy it. it, it, it you, well, you, just it, like the other pharmaceuticals, like 80% are based off of nature. Yeah, yeah. They're basically taking a sample. Mm-hmm slightly tweaking it or something but basically recreating it in a in a way that they can patent that, that they can patent it and, yeah and this is like he said it's not like they're going out and getting uh, hundreds of thousands of snakes or, or other right. toxic creatures and collecting all this venom and then taking a, you know, a little right. syringe and, okay, put this much in this pill and put this, you no. Know, yeah. It's a sequence yeah. that it, it basically goes. They I, probably I, have one case of vials that they work off of well, per venom or well, something. I'm going back to what, what yeah. Dr. David Martin was saying. It's, 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 a, it's a code. Right. A, sequ yeah. a code sequence. Mm -hmm. That made you know he used it in the in, in the uh, spike protein process right with you know Kobe two right yeah SARS two that it wasn't like it was something that was an actual virus it, it you know you got the code it was sent to you and boop, right there on a, you know mm -hmm. type in the code and let it go now this is this is very technical but I thought that was yeah. an interesting thought that that's this is really happening. 
Yeah. That's what he's saying. This, right. is a, this is a fact, and it's being used by big pharma in certain drugs. So what that tells me is, whoop, 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 the light goes off, is this process is already sort of being done. It's not anything new to yeah. them. Now, what could they do with this process and what? So that's right. kind of where my mind's going. Okay. All right. Here we go. Although that would be a fun job for anybody who's tired of working at Uber. It's like, what do you do for a living? I catch pit vipers. Yeah, I'm milking the things. Getting that venom. Setting it off to big farmer. Okay, point number three. One venom library company celebrates how its venoms for big pharma are able to, quote, immobilize and kill prey in seconds or minutes. Mm. They explain that venoms are, quote, perfected by millions of years of evolution in order to target neuromuscular, cardiovascular, hemostatic, and other life functions. Those are direct quotes from the toxintech.com homepage. I mean, that's, that's not my analysis. Those are their words. They're like, these poisons are awesome. They kill prey in seconds. And they can target cardiovascular life functions. Like, here, Big Pharma, would you like this technology? Seriously, that's, that's part of their marketing material. Mm. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, number four, point number four, irrefutable fact. Reptile venoms can be weaponized and made into biological weapons. Mm. You well, know that? Yeah. Go figure. Because mm -hmm. the protein sequences are provided by the venom library companies. So this could allow a drug company or a vaccine manufacturer to engage in gain-of-function research in order to engineer venom peptides into a viral payload or into, let's say, mRNA therapeutics, which involves protein synthesis in your own body. So I, I want to be clear here Ooh. that uh, I'm, I'm not accusing venom tech or toxin tech of any nefarious type of activities, right? They're just in the business of providing libraries to companies. Well, however, like any kind of science, including, let's say, you know, nuclear physics, the science could be weaponized by someone who has malintent. Mm -hmm. So if there were such a thing, let's say as a vaccine company that were trying to achieve, oh, I don't know, global depopulation, they could license these libraries and then they could pick the best venom peptide to accomplish certain things in the body, such as infertility or cardiovascular death, blood clots, mm -hmm. confusion, Right? Neurological disruptions, mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Because these companies, you know, brag about that, that, that that's what these venoms do. That's how they kill things. That's stops why them in their tracks. Them. So again, uh, you know, a company could just say, okay, I'll license your library, and then they they wouldn't tell Venom Tech what they're doing with it, but then behind the scenes they're like, mm, Fauci, yeah. And then they're just, you know, working on poisons and venoms and everything. <laughs> and then they're they're creating Wow, Fauci all of a sudden sounds like a horse. It's a was that a was it, was it, I think it, 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 it I a think little went, horse, a little gremlin horse maybe? I think he went back to a little gremlin. My little guy. ponies. I think maybe. that was was that Brian Adams that or Mike Adams that said a uh, little gremlin guy originally. Was that was that him? I don't know. I forget who on our podcast. Yeah, somebody, somebody, Fauci, yeah, little so, gremlin guy. Yeah, somebody did say that. I'm yeah. not sure who it was. It kind of sounded like yeah, a little well, gremlin. Well, yeah, that's the way, I, I, I was like, wow, what's yeah. what's happened to Fauci? Uh, wow. Okay. Oh, man. Something to actually murder billions of human beings. 
And so the, the one question that I have for Venom Tech and Toxin Tech, and we're going to issue an official uh, journalistic inquiry to both of these companies, in good faith, by the way. I'm not accusing them of anything, but just, I have a question for them both, which is, are there any limits of who you will license this technology to? And are you aware that this technology can be potentially weaponized by bad actors, so they could be using your libraries to build weapons of mass destruction that could theoretically kill billions of people. So how do you manage that as a company that licenses this intellectual property or you know these molecules and sequences and so on? Well, my guess, and I'm going to interrupt right here. First of all, you if, if you are doing this work, you would almost have to be absolutely... <clears throat> disconnected uh, somewhere in the brainstem to not think that somebody could use it. Wow. Somebody could actually do something bad with this. Yeah. You know, that's kind of almost a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, Oh, nobody ever used uh, poison badly. uh, Yeah. That'd be like, you know, that's never been done. You've, you've got a (laughs) flamethrower around the house and you think, wow, if little Johnny about six years old gets a hold of this thing, well, no, he, he might heat up his toast or something with it. Is there nothing That's bad going to happen with the flamethrower, you know? Uh, but you would almost have to be idiotic. And is there a limit on all of this? And I haven't heard the rest of this. If there's a, he's asking that, is there right. a limit on how many people basically you would distribute this right, to? Yeah. Well, my, that's an easy answer. Yeah. As long as there's money rolling in to purchase this stuff, hey, man. Probably not. I let's mean, keep rolling. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Yeah. So I'm uh, not sure where he's going to go with these two companies, but uh, I'm sure that he's posing those questions. I'm sure he's got mm. answers. So, like, how do you conduct due diligence on who's buying this stuff? Do you just automatically trust Big Pharma? Well, Big Pharma's killed more people than the Holocaust, just for the record. You know, Big Pharma is one of the biggest mass murderers in the world. So if you're just automatically trusting Big Pharma, that's not good. You know, how yeah. do you make sure that your property, you know, your your venoms and peptides, how do you make sure that they're not used to kill people? That's it's a legitimate question, right? Gets into medical ethics or science or technology ethics. Totally legitimate question. All right, irrefutable fact number five: dozens of pharmaceuticals are derived entirely from animal venom, and many of these are FDA approved. And we've published the full chart, which you've probably already seen. And that was the chart that we also recreated from Toxin Tech uh, with credit to them. And it lists, you know, the, the enalapril, exenatide, zaconatide, what is it, lapyridin, sorry, and desiridin. You remember the song yesterday? I, I don't think I can repeat that song. You can only do it one time. But that's where all those drugs come from. Integralin, defibrase, and what, what was the one? Oh, reptilase and hemocoagulase. There we go. Wow. That tells you what that does I've right never there. Heard hemocoagulase of any of that. causes blood clots. That's what it's saying. Hemo is blood. Right. Coagulase is a pro-coagulant enzyme, basically. It just causes your blood to clot, you know, like it's happening to soccer players and people like that. Mm. So don't mm. be surprised if someday you find out oh, there's a little sequence mm. in that mRNA shot that just happens to be a peptide from Oh, the common lancehead snake or something, you know? That's what they can do with this. 
All right, point number six. Pharma is hiding the venom origins of their products, making no disclosures on their marketing websites about the actual origin. You have to read the insert sheets and you have to understand Latin names to know that their drugs even come from animal venom. So, for example, take the Prealt drug. If you go to the Prealt.com website, P-R-I-A-L-T.com, which is kind of interesting, go there. Oh, you know what? In fact, bring up that site while I'm talking here. Let me show you something. Prealt.com. They'll probably change it after this recording. All right, I'm going to pause it right there because we might just check this out, Prealt. Uh, mm. com and uh, okay. unfortunately we're 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 getting to the <laughs> end of this particular episode. Oh boy, we're only on number five. Yeah, got to get at least halfway. What uh, six and a half? Yeah, yeah, six and a half. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I am not sure where he's going to go with. <clears throat> with this but uh <laughs> but but you got the website pulled up I got, yeah i got the website pulled all up right here, so um uh, here's a, here's here's just a few uh you know uh, a, a few phrases on here a, a few cautions pre-op may cause serious side effects including psychiatric mental symptoms and problems thinking confusion memory problems speech difficulties the doctor should be called immediately if, while taking pre-alt, you are confused or disoriented, are less alert, see or hear things that are not real. That would be called hallucinations. Yeah. Oh, uh, my bad. Uh, have changes in mood or consciousness. Okay. <laughs> would you know if you had changes in consciousness? Could, could you call your doctor if you were confused and disoriented? Yeah. I think I, I might be I passed know. out. Least, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing things. You might need a, a buddy uh, system for some of these. Your doctor may stop your treatment with Prealt, give you other medic, uh, other medicines, or require you to be hospitalized. Don't go there. If you experience any of <laughs> oh these my. symptoms, and it goes on and on and on, uh, don't do a lot of things. If you have any kind of experience of headaches, uh, fever, stiff neck, changes in mental status. I mean, my goodness, it doesn't look like a good drug to take uh, pre-alt, P-R-I-A-L-T. So now, what no is it? No ingredients there, huh? Uh, let's, let's see if we can get to, you know, the, they're, careful. <laughs> they're careful about what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Got to hide, the, the, hide most of the yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Got to dig a little. Three is a different way to treat your chronic pain. So this is a pain medicine. Oh, yeah. And three, I guess, you know, uh, the this is another head, well, a, a bold statement here, uh, is the only FDA-approved non-opioid in thrathetical option. Intra, I'm sorry, intrathetical option. Hmm. It's the only... It's the only one. Hmm. And based on those warnings, it's got me sold. How about you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sold on not I don't know. I, it. I think I might take my chances with an opioid, <laughs> you know? Probably safer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it, it, maybe it just takes... At least a little bit. ...longer to get me hooked and kill me. Yeah. Uh, but my goodness. So keep in mind, this has venom of some yeah. sorts in it. Mm -hmm. 
And do you really think this is the only one or one of the only two or three? Nope. I think what we're coming to find out is there's many, which tells us that these yeah. guys are very, very schooled and experienced in doing this and running these sequences and put it, putting them in medication. Now, mm-hmm. I think that's a bit scary. Uh, I've already heard, I don't know if this is another episode, and here we're continuing to roll here, but uh, fentanyl has been found in a lot of other medications, and there seems to be some sort of a, let's just say, we'll call it an epidemic of this going around. Interesting. Kids kids are getting, you know, uh, uh, pills that, that, hey, this is for anxiety, and it's actually filled with like uh, a, a baby a pablum or something like that and fentanyl. Really? And, and kids 12, 13, 14 huh. are dropping dead. I think they, over the last, I'm not sure, maybe it's just been this year in 2022, it's over 100,000 kids have died. Wow. Uh, okay. So uh, this sort of thing's not surprising me now that we're starting to uncover some of this. Uh, right. But we're going to continue to get, uh, further along, a little bit deeper into this, but uh, so, well, we'll let Mike uh, kind of finish up this uh, on a future episode. Uh, we'll, we will come back to this, and we'll probably edit some things out and hit some of the other highlights. But uh, interesting, pre-alt uh, didn't know yeah. anything about this drug, but he named several. Uh, this one, just one of the easiest ones to pronounce, right? Uh, so. Uh, and there again, it's for pain, hmm. you know. All right. And uh, I think what we're going to find out is that most of these symptoms that have been out there with infected people of the virus or the vaccine, mainly the virus, some right. of these symptoms all line directly up with snake venom. Yeah. And that's that's where yeah. that's where we'll be going. So very interesting. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Okay. Well, I think we're ready to wrap up, Ben. Let's uh, All right. let's go to our Heavenly Father and have a word of prayer as we close. Father in heaven, Lord, we once again thank you for this opportunity to speak out and to continue to seek truth. Lord, it seems that we're always uncovering things that in some ways seem so far-fetched, but Lord, we're seeing that they're absolutely real. There are many out there that do not know. We just ask that the truth reach those, help us to to reach those that do not know. After all, they may be taking medicines through Big Pharma, through whatever means, and not know exactly what's in it. Lord, we do thank you again for your many blessings, and we want to pray for a special prayer upon all of our listeners, all of these rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. Help us to seek you and your righteousness and rest assured that in the midst of all of this mess, it seems like, that you, believe it or not, are still in control, and we trust that's the case. We trust that you and your holy angels guard and protect us, guide and lead us, and help to prepare us for what is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And as we close today, we, as always, just ask that every intent of our thought be pure. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.